Hello, divas and dolls, and welcome back to another girl group gossip. Bam, 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 bam. So this week we are tackling yes another girl group, and this week we will be discussing the divas that are the Pussycat Dolls. So joining us later on in the episode, we have got not just one, but two very special guests in the form of Ashley Roberts and Kimberly Wyatt themselves. But first, joining me as my special guest host this week is one of my favourite divas. She gave us the face crack of the century on season 12. Are you ready to feel the jam to see? It's only just Jan. Woo! Hi, Cheryl. Hello, Diva. How are you? Diva, I'm so good. How are you? Darling, I am fabulous. I mean, it's the afternoon right now. I've got a nice glass of water next to me. How are you? Honey, good. Keeping hydrated. That's what we need right now. I am wonderful. I am here. It's like 1030. We are uh, drinking a little star. Well, not uh, it's it's not a Starbucks. It's a knockoff, which, uh, you know, it's just the budget time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm uh I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I'm so glad we can get you on the podcast because people don't know that we've known each other for a very long time. We have. And I'm thrilled and I cannot thank you enough for having me here today because I think that the one thing that you and I really really enjoy in our personal lives is music and specifically girl groups. So I'm super excited that you brought me on today and I can't wait to just talk about everything Pussy Got Dolls with you. I mean, you're in a girl group yourself. You're in Stephanie's Child, so you've got first-hand experience. I am. I am and I know it's <laughs> it's a family. We love like family, sing like family fight like family so i'm excited to just break down all of the tea and get into the dolls and just you know talk about our favorite moments and talk about their favorite moments it's it's really really exciting and you also and you have experience as well i mean brief experience i'm in a lip sync girl group so there's no there's no live vocals but do you know what sometimes you just gotta roll with what god's given you and i wasn't blessed with any vocals <laughs> <laughs> Don't dream it, be it. Exactly. We're just going to rock through it. But I'm so glad you are here with me and we're just going to chat some shit and we're just going to talk about the Pussycat Dolls. So in the Pussycat Dolls, we have got the Divas. We've got Nicole, we've got Ashley, we've got Comet, Jessica, Kimberly, and we've also got Melody. But I want to know, Jan, what is your first memory you have of the Pussycat Dolls? I remember, I think I was in maybe like middle school like sixth grade maybe like 10 12 11 one of those numbers and i remember hearing don't ya and my mom was like this song is really sexual so we're not gonna let you listen to it but like i always say where there's a will there's a grace and so she figured it out she got down with the pussycat dolls and I, I think it was Don't You that was the first song that I was like, oh, all right, I know who these people are, and I see them, and I want more. And it was a Britney, give me, give me more, give me more. Yes! <laughs> Do you know what? My earliest memory of the Pussycat Dolls was in Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, when they were at that scene where they were at the burlesque club, and they were doing like a dance to try and get the keys off the person working at the like 
oil rig place. Work. I was like the Pussycat Dolls, but I'm not sure if any of the actual members of the Pussycat Dolls were in that scene. But I just remember seeing the Pussycat Dolls in a big neon sign and then them popping up with Don't You in 2005. Yeah. Yeah, it was 2005. And just going oh my god, I know them from somewhere, but where do I... And obviously, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, the iconic movie. (laughs) Whoa. So putting two and two together, absolutely, it's a full circle moment. Exactly. Well, the thing is, it's like, I did a little research, and the thing was, it's the Pussycat Dolls, the name, have been a burlesque dance troupe since 1990-something. Right. And honestly... They have been touring the U.S. for years and years and years. And then it was actually a music producer that pitched them to the record label, like a dancing divas girl group, but with some vocals included. So that's how the Pussycat Dolls, as we know today, were formed. Which is kind of iconic because they've been around for so long. They obviously have this like fierce dynamic. They know who they are. And then they really, really released this amazing album, PCD. And uh, they they did it. They did the damn thing and they got out there for the world to hear, which is amazing. Well, that first album had so many hits. It was just like hit after hit after hit. Yes. The thing is, is there were so many covers on that album as well which they had done prior to the release of Don't Cha for, like, events and, like, public appearances. Whoa! So, like, their cover of Sway was... Right, honey. I did a cruise contract, and honey, Sway was the song. And <laughs> that was the one. I was like, oh, this is the Pussycat Dolls version. I love that y'all got the rights for this. It was everything. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is I remember Sway. I remember getting the album. I think it was either for Christmas or my birthday. I can't remember because they're so close. And I remember going, wait, I know this song. And do you know how I knew Sway? From the dance mat. Yes! (laughs) It was the easiest, easiest dance on the dance mat that my six-year-old brain could comprehend. So... That's absolutely wild. You <laughs> were like, I I think I know this from somewhere. And you know, what, one of the funny things from this album too that I love, one of the covers that they do is Tainted Love. <laughs> because my story with Tainted Love is that I remember when I was watching American Idol, I was obsessed with Danny Noriega, who we now know to be Adore Delano. Adore Delano. And and Adore and, and Danny did a cover of Tainted Love in like the top 24. And I lost my mind. It's one of the only ones that I bought. And I was like, my favorite covers of Tainted Love, Pussy Got Dolls, Danny Noriega. Done. <laughs> Done. Not the original, not Soft Cell, Justice for Soft Cell. <laughs> exactly exactly the thing is it's like everybody associates the pussycat dolls with just nicole scherzinger being the front runner which mm, let's not beat around the bush she really was the front runner of right the vocals if we will but uh, you could argue that melody was trying to gun for the vocals as well honey and we all saw it and that is one of the most iconic moments of the pussycat dolls at the fashion show where melody is just going off she was literally there <laughs> what's from nicole it's iconic do you remember the song i can't even remember the song that they were doing but she was just riffing i think it was buttons i'm 90 percent sure that she could, i remember her just being like ah! 
out, like just screaming over her. I was like, and Nicole with the looks, I was like, work! Right. Come through jam with the memory. My memory does not deceive me. Can't be tamed, can't be blamed. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of memory, like we, we do have to give credit to Nicole though for the vocals. Her singing Cat's memory is truly iconic i just i i I love nicole so much because she is that musical theater diva and doll like myself and uh if only i had half the body and uh half the dance talent that she has woo, it'd be over for the kids i mean i wish i could have half her body right now because i think i've got triple her body right now (laughs) (laughs) yes because quarantine has not been kind to me but regardless of that (laughs) let's turn that around let's turn that frown upside down it has been nice to you. You are eating well. You are spending time with your man. You know, you you eat, mama. You eat. We've worked hard our whole lives. If you want to eat, you eat. We can get that zipper up on that costume. Don't we, don't you worry. I mean, some of them have been a struggle, but you know what? Pizza is God. Pizza is life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have been living that. Four-way stretch, honey. <laughs> even Sometimes even the four-way stretch doesn't fit, Jan. <laughs> mama let me upgrade you speaking of eating there is a noise coming from my kitchen because my drag room which i'm in right now aka our old dining room which has now been converted is right next to our kitchen and currently sitting in our sink is a bubbling sourdough starter because hayden's into making bread at the moment he's just letting it like do its thing because you like you have to feed it sure for some reason i don't get how bread works but it is currently bubbling and all i can hear is get ready for the asmr and i'm like oh <laughs> i'm just very distracted by hey guys we're gonna be talking about the busy dolls today buttons i'm telling you to loosen up my buttons babe i don't know why i went full-on british there. <laughs> You were just really leaning into the to, to the to the speech. I, I loved it. I mean, maybe I just need to get into like audiobooks as well as podcasting. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine me reading Green Eggs and a Ham? The one thing that I would actually love for you to read is the one audiobook that I actively have listened to in my life, which is uh, Chris Jenner's <laughs> autobiography. <laughs> I wrote a memoir. <laughs> yeah, a me- her memoir. Her memoir. Honestly, I just remember that episode when she was arguing with Chloe and she was like, I wrote a memoir. Okay, everybody does it. <laughs> you want to know the funniest thing? And I promise we're segueing back into... Um... <laughs> so i uh recently just got lasik surgery and my friend last night reminded me of uh the kardashians episode where kim had to get lasik done oh my god yes so i go to look at this episode i was like i can relate and lo and behold what is kim doing the day after she gets lasik going to caesar's palace in las vegas to perform with who the pussycat dolls it is (laughs) I had no idea. I was like, this is divine, right place, right time. And I was like, I'm ready for this for this podcast tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, this, this, you, can, you can't make it up. You can't make it up, Gorge. No, Kim, Kim Kardashian trying to dance next to the Pussycat Dolls. I mean, absolutely iconic. Uh, truly. Oh, no, they gave her her own little moment. They were like, you can't keep up with this doll. <laughs> My little Kendall got a lovely solo this week. That's exactly what that energy was. <laughs> I don't know why we're in an episode of Dance Mom. <laughs> but anyway, back to the Pussycat Dolls. Now, with every girl group comes one that you always gravitate to more, or aka your favorite member. Now, I am very biased here because I love every single member for a different reason. And 
I can't, I can never pinpoint my favorite member. But have you got a favorite Pussycat doll? I, honestly, I'm the same way. I love them all for different reasons. I think that the beauty and just the grace with all of them and the danceability and the vocals are just incredible all around. But I think if there's anybody that I do relate to the most, I truly do think it's Nicole. Because I, I just, I'm just always so enamored by like the range of what she does in terms of like theater and her relationship with like Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I know that they all have their own ventures and, and everything, but I've always followed closely with Nicole. Yeah. And I, I really, really do like love her voice, like outside of the group, but also in the group as well. But the thing is, she became such a staple in the UK after she became a um, judge on The X Factor. Right. She just blew up over here and then she was doing yoga adverts and then she was <laughs> <laughs> on the West End. Like, the diva was working over here. Right. She was all over and I was like, you go off, sis. Like, that's amazing. You do your thing and, you know... I, I, it's amazing what you can do, like when you get into that world with like a platform. And I know, um, you know, just people want to do other things too. So I was happy that she dove right into the musical theater and now she's on The Masked Singer. So <laughs> <laughs> who's that behind the mask? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Honestly, I am obsessed with The Masked Singer. Like they did a UK version and I guess the majority of them within the first episode and Work! lo and behold one of them was from uh, my namesake's girl group nicola roberts and i was like that's nicola's voice whoa and people were like oh my god it's so and so and i was like how can you be this dumb like is it the same for the mass singer in the u.s um sometimes but sometimes it's like really really rogue like one was Jojo Siwa and like big shout out to Jojo. Love you lots. Oh my God. I don't think that I could know who Jojo Siwa was. If if like, like truly in the mass singer, I was like, I just have no, I don't know who this is. There was one though. And, and you know, I have a, a lovely little relationship with Shaka Khan. <laughs> I saw I saw an episode and I was I was like oh that's Shaka Mama that's Shaka and lo and behold it was Shaka and were you like this is your night you're being unmasked yeah I was like honey this is your night all right now you know how I feel <laughs> now Sasha always Shaka <laughs> exactly do you know what I have had a relationship with dance from a very young age and like for me I love. Like like yourself, musical theatre where it's a full-on production. Now, some girl groups, their choreo can be very wishy-washy. It's just like, I'm going to point over here, I'm going to point over there, we're going to walk to here, we're going to walk to there. <laughs> Whereas the Pussycat Dolls was production through and through. Right. So the dancers in the group were the ones that stood out for me. And I think one of the divas that I absolutely adored was Kimberly Wyatt. Every time she put that leg all the way up, 180 degrees. I was just going to say, there's nothing like Kimberly popping into that tilt. Honestly, I was just like gagged every time. And like little old me, little old Shez at like 12 years old was like, I'm going to do that with zero flexibility. And I still have zero flexibility to this day. I was like, I was like, I'm going to put my leg up like that. Nope. My hamstring said no. <laughs> but you know what? As long as you have a strong arm, that's fine. Just putting it right up there. Just making the illusion that you are, that leg is up. <laughs> and speaking of freezing your tits off, 
can we talk about this react video i hope that it was warm in that room because they were with with all the water and the wet and just like dancing in those outfits and costumes i was like i hope that they are warm i hope that the water is room temperature or higher <laughs> it's like a jacuzzi temperature and especially because like the video came out in like what was it like the winter i guess and uh i was like i hope they're not too cold just like and they're inside of course but i'm just worried well you know what it's like on the stage lights everything's turned up like a thousand degrees so i'm pretty sure they were fine right they didn't look cold at all no there was no nipple on site <laughs> no <laughs> i mean if there were some erect nipples in the pussycat dolls video they would have been censored more than they was on the x factor uk when they came back with it true that's true i think it's time that we talk about some of our favorite pussycat dolls song now prior to tonight i asked jan yeah. to prepare <laughs> five of her favorite pussycat dolls songs so diva could you take me away why don't we start with with five and we'll lead up to one five to one okay i'm gonna kick us off with five okay my fifth favorite pussycat doll song is beep from the first album yes <laughs> <laughs> i love beep honestly it's one of those songs and hayden said this to me last night when we were lying in bed preparing for the podcast he was like it's one of those songs that could be played at any point in the night in a nightclub and people will still lose their shit 100 percent, because it's so good and it's enough of a throwback that some people might not get it but when you know you know and the people who get it lose their minds honestly it's one of those slow down songs because you know a bpm could be like 130 and people like dancing their tits up sweating themselves into an oblivion <laughs> but it's like one of those songs that you can like bop along to if you're waiting for a drink at the bar you can grind up on a man if you're enjoying yourself or you could just be like vibing with your bitches being like i don't give a keep looking at my yeah <laughs> you don't mean a thing if you're playing that's actually a little higher up on my list but i respect the five for you i'm happy that she cracked the top five with that one this is the thing i'm struggling with it's like i can't pinpoint five of my favorite and I know people are going to be so angry, like, why is so-and-so not in your list? I'm like, Diva, I've just got a preference, you know? Right, exactly, exactly. We are not here to say that any of your top five is wrong. However, <laughs> this is our top five. Every Pussycat Doll song is valid, unless we say so. Yes, exactly, exactly. But going back to Beep, I have to say, I loved that they all got a chance to sing in, like, every pre-chorus. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... The different vocal ranges where it's like, I don't give a keep looking at my girls, it'll mean a thing. If you're <laughs> and then the next one will be like, I don't give a keep looking at my I'm going to do my thing while you're playing with you. Do you need to breathe into the paper bag? <laughs> honestly honestly wow i'm actually sitting here in a full face of makeup because i've got a project to attend to after this podcast i'm pretty sure my mascara is going to be running down my face by the end of this podcast but jam please take it away with your number five before i start crying again <laughs> honey that's my goal okay my number five is hush hush are you kidding me <laughs> yes it's hush hush i know i know it's a little low. We're going to talk. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love it so much. And I think that it's like a fun drag staple. I used to do a show called Queen. And that was one of my favorite numbers that we would do. We would do like a Pussycat Dolls like medley. And that was the one that I was like, all right, we're going to mess up Hush Hush right now. All right. 
I love it. It's super high energy and super fun. My ranking is is strange, but Hush Hush is, is number five for me. I'm not sure whether we should discuss where Hush Hush is ranked for me, seeing as we're discussing the song right now. Let, let, okay, let's do that. Okay. Do you know what? My Hush Hush was number one. Wow. It, I mean, it's an amazing song. It's really good. Tell, tell me why it's your number one. Because it's one of those songs that no matter how long I haven't listened to it, it always just evokes this energy from me. And I mean, lots of Pussycat Dolls songs do that for me, but it was just the one. And I think it's because I perform it so much. Sure. It's just got that association with campery, fun, and like sampling Gloria Gaynor in it. I did not see that coming. Right, exactly. Me and Stephanie's Childs do that and uh, together as well. And it's just, it's just such a classic. Like, it's so good. It's new, but it also harkens on the old school, and we get that variety in there that's so nice and so fresh. Yeah. So I, I totally get the number one, for sure. It was very close with my number two, but I'm going to say my number four is When I Grow Up. Okay. All right, Cheryl. All right. What, do you think it should have been higher up? That's my number one. <gasps> Stop. Okay. That's my number one. Yeah. We are equal. We are very equal right now. <laughs> Except for your number five was my number one. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just, and now I'm very curious to see what's in the middle as well. <laughs> okay, so I loved When I Grew Up. It was the first single off their second album, wasn't it? I think it was Doll Domination. Doll Domination, the Dulux edition, if you have it in the UK. <laughs> the UK exclusive. <laughs> yes. But honestly, the Target exclusive. <laughs> are we going to talk about Chromatica exclusive to Target? Because. Yeah! because i heard that song i just had to log on to itunes to hear it (laughs) exactly exactly where there's a well there's a great exactly but i loved that song it was like very fresh for their time because their music in 2005 2006 you can like pinpoint the eras and the gears right with music can't you and it was just they came back with a brand new vibe right and I love that it's, like, when I grow up, because, like, it, it, it's it's true. Like, it's new. Like, it's them. It's a new sound. They're, like, growing up in the industry. They've had their first really successful album. Now they're here, they're back, and they're growing up. And, I mean, like, obviously, they're grown women as it is anyways. But it's kind of like a statement in the pop world, any you know, too, where, you you know, sometimes you have that one amazing album, and then what happens after that? You don't really go anywhere. Yeah. But these divas back then, they were like, nope, we're here, Gorge, and this is our lead single off of this album. We're going to show you why. And we're here to stay. Now, are the lyrics, I want to have rubies or I want to have boobies? Because I could never tell. (laughs) I always, in my fantasy or jantasy, as we like to say here in this house. Exactly. uh, Always said boobies. See, I thought it was rubies. Like, I want to have diamonds and rubies and big plastic boobies. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean... We we have special guests later on. We can we can actually solve this problem. We can grill the dolls, literally. Yeah, <laughs> we can. And then also another like side note: when I grew up is one of my favorite lip syncs that has ever happened on Drag Race because that's when we really found out that Coco Montrese was that lip sync assassin. I mean, still dressed as the little doll. I mean, it was it was a very nod to the look to the song, wasn't it? Oh, it it was perfect. She was so campy 
and so energetic and entertaining. And I think it was like Jay Jolie giving like a confessional being like, oh, this is it. Like, like something so like just like really, really assuring of the moment. I was like, it is, girl. It is. The Dave has arrived. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what is your number four? Okay. <laughs> My number four is i hate this part oh see that was my number six but i was gonna (laughs) i was gonna touch back to that if i felt like it hadn't made an appearance yet but honestly ballad 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 that you just want to scream to the high heavens exactly (laughs) driving slow in the snow on fifth avenue is like yeah i've driven on the snow in fifth avenue before with my family and i just like it's so visceral for me and like it was one of those songs where i was just like i felt so connected to it in the moment and i'm just like looking back at it now and i'm like I think the closest thing to driving I've done at that point was sitting in a car simulator in an arcade park. So that was the closest thing that I got to driving through the snow. Right, it's just like Peach singing to Mario on Mario Kart, you know? Like, I gotta do it, I gotta do it! All right, Jan, number three. We're going to move this on swiftly. Number three. I I feel like this could have been higher, but I physically couldn't do it to myself. It's it's an obscure one because it didn't actually make a cameo on an album. Okay. But it is an absolute bop that goes off. Whenever I've DJed at a club, people lose their minds. It's Dry Ho. Yeah, yes! Okay, that's my number six too. And I... Sure, we we are in sync today, baby. We we know, but the numerical system is there. Exactly, it's so good. Their version of it. You are the reason that I breathe. You are the reason that I still believe. <laughs> oh, stop! I love it. Tell me why. Why is it your number three? Why, like, why did it place there for you? I love a ballad. I really do. But to get me amped up, I need a fast-paced camp pop tune and if that comes on on the playlist and i'm on like 80 percent volume it goes straight up to 100 sure i'm one of these people that i need to get psyched up before i go on stage i can't be sitting there in silence i can't be like running through my thoughts i need to be like excited so i love when i'm backstage and i could hear the club music before i go on so jai ho is one of those songs that i'm just like whipping my hair i'm like you are the reason that i see yeah <laughs> yeah cheryl and you're you're sitting here telling me that you don't have a voice look at this look at that cheryl it's all in my falsetto it's all it's all a farce <laughs> honey that's fine but why do you love jai ho i love jai ho i it's same it's just like a fun like pump up song it was like promotion for slumdog millionaire right exactly that in college i think it was like a sophomore and that was one of the routines that we did and it's one of the only ones that i remember because i loved the song so much and it's just like you're right it's when you put it on at the club it's it's a really great song to listen to when i was in school we had a compulsory thing that we had to do it was called morals and ethics and we learned about buddhism and islam and all that and like every week we'd go into the class i'd always go to the teacher jai ho yeah jai ho and they'd go could you stop that now please oh my gosh <laughs> you were just you were just saying because i was obsessed with the song and the message exactly exactly and it's just like it's fun and it's like this like middle eastern lang- like like music and vibe yeah which is the the message of the pussycat dolls isn't it and it's something that we hadn't really heard before i think my number three is not not i think i know it's buttons oh okay because that's my number two work yeah i 
love love buttons it's so speaking of hot and sexy this song is the hot and sexy it's uh it's just raunchy it's hot like it's so sexy i just i love it i don't know why it's number three i really can't say much more other than i just think that it's so sexy and yeah. hot it's one of those songs listen now mama listen now. It, you, we do get the range of the vocals you know what i mean in the different keys all right you do the vocals i'll be snoop doggy dog <laughs> yes that's the collab honey jan's jukebox let's get into it oh we're gonna make that happen but honestly <laughs> it is one of those songs that i think released in a lot of people's minds they're in a whore yes <laughs> i'm not sure if i should be saying that but i was like if i'm a stripper in my future life i want to strip to buttons for the rest of my career <laughs> right my and i just like see it's like so hot like it's it's just sexy I was a 12-year-old little gay boy just twirling my life to buttons. We're making it a reality. But I just kept walking through, like, you know, like, subway passes, and you'd walk through, and you'd have your music on, and you'd end up strutting because the music is on. Yes. I did that every single time I walked through a tunnel to buttons because I was just like... I'm feeling the music video fantasy. <laughs> yes. It's a perfect strutting song. Honestly. And TikTok's bought it back. So. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So uh, that was my number two. What is your number two, Jan? My number two is React. Oh, okay. That was an honorary mention because obviously I had some faves that were higher than it. But on- they came back with a bang. React, to me, it is one of the best songs of this year and of this time yeah i love it so much and then we added it to the digital shows i was like there was not a digital show that i did that that song was not in there it's just so good i remember my first queen that i saw performing it was nikki doll in london yes pouring that bottle of water over her and she went for it i was about to swear then but i know we're allowed to swear but you know (laughs) keeping a pg for the kids um yeah when she just like throws that water bottle on her hair and then into the audience and then she just whips the hair around drops to the floor i'm like you better go off nikki show these kids how you perform well jeremy joseph who owns gay in london he had the pussycat dolls come perform as like their first club performance back as the group right and he was like, do you want to come along that night? And I was in Scotland doing a gig. And I was like, if this was the weekend after, I would have been free. I would have cleared up everything. But I was like, the divas in Scotland, that I've got a 12 for them. But I was devoured that I couldn't go see them live. And I mean, that was their last gig. Right. Probably of 2020. <laughs> Honey, she was booked and blessed. But you know what? It's okay because we're doing this today. We are talking to the uh, to the divas and the dolls, and you know there there'll be other times to to, to see them too. I I hope. Oh, for sure. Let's just recap for my own sanity. My five was Beep. My four was When I Grow Up. My three was Jai Ho. My two was Buttons, and my number one was Hush 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 Hush. What was yours again? My five was Hush 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 Hush. My number four was I Hate This Part. Number three was Buttons. Two was React, and number one is When I Grow Up. But you know what the gag is? Like, we're talking about, like, how they have so many hits, so many incredible songs. I think that maybe the song that is most synonymous with the Pussycat Dolls, in my mind, is Don't Ya. Of course. And, like, I really wanted to put that in there, but it's like, 
I know this sounds really bad, but it's like one of those songs that you put on in the club and instantly you see the girls in the corner go, oh my God, Melissa, do you remember this song? And you go, oh, okay. (laughs) You own this song now. (laughs) I love Don't Cha and I have a very fond memory of Don't Cha because the Pussycat Dolls re-recorded it for The Sims 2. Yes! Norsh na me vi bo ba ba Norsh na me bo ba Yes! Something like that. <laughs> but like, Don't Cha is the song that everybody remembers the Pussycat Dolls for, so we couldn't not discuss that. Right, exactly. And I mean, like, there's the list goes on and on, but I think that that one is definitely the most synonymous with, with the Pussycat Dolls. I mean, we couldn't not discuss that, which I think is one of their iconic moments they've had in their career. And that's not saying anything to do with their career, but I just have this weird association with things like the sims and them doing projects with it it's like a lot of girl groups over here in the uk did so much work with like nintendo ds's so i just have this association with them like playing nintendogs and stuff like that (laughs) there's a visual (laughs) it's a total visual but the divas did disband in 2010 and i was a bit devastated but you could tell there was some uh conflicts if you will of course i mean it, it does tend to happen with the girl groups it, it kind of reminded me like uh, like of the spice girls in a way too and i don't want to compare because they just are two separate entities but i remember like this we had like a couple of years of the spice girls like doing it really really big and then they kind of fell out a little bit after their second album mm. and it reminds me very much of them how we are still talking about how we absolutely love these songs and it's still relevant to this day and here they are back again you know well the thing is is there's so many girl groups that don't make it past the first single or the first album right and for a girl group to come back again and again and again with a bang and i mean them coming back in 2019 like officially their release was in 2020 but they made it known that they were coming back in 2019. Right. They they knew what they were doing and the time was right. I think if you force people to come back when they're all not ready, when the vibe isn't right, it just doesn't feel genuine. Whereas they were like, oh, we're, we're back and we're going to do this. Yeah, and they were like, we want to be back and we want to do this again with each other and make a really, really, really amazing song and come back and really do the damn thing. And they did. They really did that. Well, you could compare it to All Stars, couldn't you? It's like Shay. She could have come back within All Stars 3, but she chose to took her three years to go, now nah, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to ride the waves. I'm going to have fun. And then she was like, when the time is right, I'm going to step back into that workroom. And right. I'm a firm believer in you've got to be in the right headspace in the right time. You've got to do your own thing. And these divas definitely did their own thing. I mean, Kimberly White was over here presenting a show called Got to Dance for years. It is like what you said, being in the right headspace and being in the right mind to like go back and do something. And I think that like the amazing thing about Pussycat Dolls is that they had so many iconic moments that we were like, whenever you come back, Gorge, we're here with open arms waiting for you. And that's exactly what happened. And the gays definitely were. (laughs) Oh, honey, it, it wasn't even like an, it was open arms, but they were flailing. You know, we were like, yeah. You know the visual. But you know what? The gag for me was that they came back, but only five of them came back. Where was Melody? Melody. Where was she, doll? She was back at Fashion Rocks in twenty in 2006. <laughs> 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 
I don't know why she was little Richard all of a sudden, but <laughs> exactly. Where's Kennedy? Yeah, we need Kennedy up in this joint. But honestly, I think if somebody's like, nah, it's not for me, there's no point forcing them back into the group. Exactly. She was busy over here twirling on the ice for Dancing on Ice in 2019. So I think it was very apt that she decided to take on that show in the UK and then the Pussycats Dolls decided to launch back in the UK. But, you know, we love the drama. Exactly, exactly. Life had a different path for Miss Melody. And that's okay. I'm just more excited about the prospect of an entire album coming from the Divas. Right. That's extremely exciting. I mean, I'd be happy if React is their comeback single, they do a reunion tour, and then that's that. I will be over the moon still because we got React. But if there is more singles, more album, I will be like a diva on the floor passed out. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. And like, I look forward to the idea of that potentially happening. But like you said, if React is it, that's fine gorge i'm still buying a ticket to that reunion tour exactly i mean i think you should fly over here and we'll go together <laughs> yes oh wait done absolutely of course i'm like it's great we'll stick it in the calendar <laughs> yes 100 let's get gina on it <laughs> well now we've discussed everything pussycat dolls related i think it's time that we go have a little break freshen up ourselves have a tingle <laughs> And then we're going to come back and speak to the divas themselves, Ashley Roberts and Kimberly Wyatt from the Pussycat Doll. Woo! So stay tuned, divas, and we'll be right back. Hey, kitty girls, I'm Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, and I will be hosting Canada's Drag Race official podcast every Friday. From the challenges to the runway, we will cover all things Canada's Drag Race. Available Fridays where you listen to podcasts. And we are back. Welcome back, my divas. Jan, how are you feeling? Oh, doll, I am so wonderful. I am feeling free as a bird. Just went to the loo, as we like to say. So I'm feeling lovely and ready to get back into action. How are you, doll? I'm good. I've been to the Tinkle Palace, as I like to call it. But <laughs> Jan, it is time to welcome not just one special guest, but two special guests. Now, these divas reside in the UK alongside me. So they've left you to come join the British divas. Please welcome to the podcast stage our extra special guest from the Pussycat Dolls. It's Ashley Roberts and Kimberly Wyatt. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, my darlings? Yeah, doing great. Excited to chat, get into it. It'll be fun. And how are you, Ashley? Yes, doing fantastic. I've treated myself to the porcelain goddess as well, and I'm feeling free and fresh, so we're all in this together. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's always good to do right before. Absolutely. Cleanse it out. But, my darlings, I... We have been discussing the Pussycat Dolls in depth, so it's only time that we ask the questions that we've been asking each other to you. So my first question is, do you guys have a favorite song from your rep, whether it's an album song or it's just a single? Which is your favorite to perform? Oh, I'll, I'll go first, Kim. So mine is 
the original single that was PCD, which is Doncha. And I just remember hearing the track and being like, ooh, this is the delicious little grimy sound. Um, and then also hearing Jimmy Iveen tell us that Busta Rhymes was going to be on the track was just like a what is going on kind of moment. So whenever I hear that beat come in, I just get excited to to dance and throw down. Love it. Absolutely iconic. I think probably my go-to, because it's one of my favorites to perform, is the first single from our second album, which is When I Grow Up. Woo! That's my favorite! (laughs) I think that the dance break is so infectious. It was sort of the birth of the leg tilt, which has meant so much to me and a lot of fans around the world. And um, I love it. And Ash and I got to perform it at Sink the Pink not so long ago. So it's... It's a brilliant. I adore Sing the Pink. They always put on the best parties in the world. And do you know what? Me and Jan actually spoke earlier on the podcast about how when you guys re-recorded Don't You for The Sims 2. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I mean, I've got a repertoire of absolutely ridiculous facts from girl groups that I just constantly bring up. And that's just one thing from Don't You that has stuck with me. Playing The Sims 2 and hear- hearing you guys doing that <laughs> that's amazing i forget too kim you do you remember when we were on the simpsons at one point yes shaking with jesus i think <laughs> yeah i think we were jesus sliding down a pole so you know <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely incredible well that brings me to what are some of your fondest memories of the group and you've had so many iconic moments what are some of your favorites one that really pops to mind is going flying to New York for um, for Gay Pride, huge event on the pier with Quincy Jones in the mix of all the color and amazement, and it was just quite an iconic moment and brilliant to have immersed Quincy amongst all of that. I remember talking to Quincy on the plane and just listening to him reminisce about stories, and I was like. This guy's a ledge. That's um that was so fun, Kim. The energy of that stage was was insane. I mean, I think for me we've had like many amazing moments getting an MTV Moon Man was pretty freaking awesome. But then also um just recently, like we've reunited and we are performing at GAY and the line went all the way down to Trafalgar Square, like to Charing Cross Road Station. And we were just like, we were just amazed that so many fans were excited to see us back together again. It just was like, it was so exciting to experience that. Yeah. Yeah. I was so devastated that I couldn't make it that night to come watch you guys because I was actually up doing a show in Scotland and I was trying to figure out, is there a way that I could do the gig, fly back down to London and come to GAY to come party with the PCD? But it wasn't feasible, but hopefully when Miss Corona is over, we can all be reunited and uh, have a camp all time again. But my darlings, I've got another question for you. So obviously... When we're forming groups and forming bands, you have those memories that really stick with you. Now, I remember where I was when I got the call for Drag Race. Do you remember where you were when you got the call that you were in the Pussycat Dolls? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I was in the Pussycat Dolls, I think even maybe just a tiny bit before Kimberly was. And Kim and I were like besties before we even got in the group together. So 
it wasn't necessarily um for me i don't remember if it was different for you kim but it, it wasn't a call it was just kind of like all of a sudden started being a part of it <laughs> it wasn't what it was as you know it you know it was more of an underground kind of fun party that we performed and sang and danced at so um it just grew into a recording group um but yeah i don't remember do you I somewhat got a phone call because I was at an audition for MTV's series of The Newlyweds. Uh, Nick Lachey was launching his solo career, and I was at that audition, him and Jessica Simpson's uh, MTV show. And Robin Wilson, the founder of The Dolls, and Mikey Minden, major choreography choreographer in The Dolls, uh, were both heading up Nick's solo career, um, doing the choreography. So I was at that audition, I auditioned, had a pretty good feel for it, went home that night and got a call from Robin and Mikey saying, you know, uh, Larry and Nick would really like you to be a part of this project, but we also have this other project called the Pussycat Dolls, and we want you to be a part of it. And at that point, I'd only known them as like this underground group, like Ashley had said, that did all these shows and fans of like Justin Timberlake would be there, and they had celebrity guests like Gwen Stefani and Charlize Theron and whatnot. And so I knew the buzz of it, but to get the call, I was like, oh, okay. At that time, I was like, I would love to do that. It sounds nice. No idea that it was what it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny and truly like from the beginning you just had no idea that it would become i mean we're here how many years later talking about the iconic career that y'all have had and continue to have i mean it's just amazing i'll tell you what the first show major show i ever did with the pussycat dolls um, it was like a E3 convention. I think Pink was part of it. Carmen Electra. There was loads of us dolls at the time. And to get dolled up like a pussycat doll and put on those corsets and fishnets and get in your first pose. And when that curtain opened and that crowd went crazy, I'll tell you, it felt like you'd arrived. There's nothing like being a pussycat doll on stage. I'm sure anybody that's been on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race probably has a little bit of that feeling. And I think it probably to what it's like to be a doll it's just the best very yeah well especially you're also saying like getting in the corset and the fishnets i was like sure and i can absolutely relate to that <laughs> yes 100 <laughs> you girls throw down honey my goodness are you watching the all-stars right now we are obsessed i'm obsessed i juju and shay kool-aid right now are serving up all the goodness for me i can't pick a winner i really can't oh good it's a good season it really is amazing I, and i mean just um i know that we were talking about you know back in the day getting the call and having people like justin timberlake and uh, you know that being a part of the scene and hearkening back to like the early days is there anything from the early days that you wish that could be brought back into 2020 all the fashions <laughs> yes or fashion or just being able to see each other in person <laughs> kimberly has like in um a special room at her house that has all of our plaques and it's funny because when you sit there and look at it sometimes i'm like what the hell was going on in some of these my weave and my extensions were a little all over the place at times where i was like she did not know how to even out the layers back then but so i feel like there's been a lot <laughs> A lot that has been learned over the last. But you know that was a that was a style back then. There was the choppy layers was in back in the two thousands. It was a moment for sure. I think <laughs> we left behind for now. I know Ash and I would have some hypnotic shots and some champagne and go out and have a 
time of our lives and there'd be so many incredible people in the audience and so many amazing celebrity guests you'd get to like feed off their energy and we got to perform with some awesome people and it's definitely transitioned into something amazing and incredible that we are creating the legacy we have with our recording group but back in the day there was something really special about the intimate uh, nature of it and just the, the underground feel and I'd love to bring back a little bit of that underground feel again totally it's like when you go from performing in the clubs that are like 100 people maximum and it feels so intimate and you get out into the crowd and then before you know it I did when we finished doing season one we did a tour with the entire cast and it was like 2000 seat capacities so i've performed for seven people before and still put on the same gig shablamming on the floor breaking my leg and all that (laughs) (laughs) but to go from that to that is so crazy but i i will take both of them gigs any day of the week because it's it's a different vibe isn't it totally and i mean like even so with you know, talking about the intimacy and the size variation from the crowds and just having those moments. I mean, it's so cool to like go back to a place before social media was so prevalent in our society. And now, you know, we're here years later. I know that y'all are, we brought back buttons on TikTok. Like we are just making waves into the mainstream over here even farther. And I'm just like, that's, it's incredible. The legacy that y'all have is just so astounding. And I'm always in awe by it. I think that's what's changed probably the most is having that that um intimacy and interaction that immediate response to what fans are experiencing while you're putting stuff out there because we didn't have social media and that kind of be able to communicate that quickly with your fans so that's been a different experience (laughs) right it's really mad how you grow up in an era where you buy a single, you buy a CD, you play it on repeat until it's burnt and scratched. And now you can just click on Spotify and it's just there forever. <laughs> right. Instead of putting it into hit clips, I'm putting it onto Spotify now. <laughs> exactly. Well, dolls, I'm going to play a quick game with you. And it's just a quick fire round of who is, and we're just trying to gauge who was the best or the worst in the group. So my first one is, who was the first one that was always ready for a gig? (laughs) You're early on time. If you're on time, you're late. I was going to say, we would be there ready to go, like on time, waiting for everybody else, me, Kim. So it would be the both of us. I'm a punctual diva, so I'm with you. I'm like, if I'm told time, I'm going to stick to it. You know, Cheryl is a punctual diva. I am a loud singer, and I want to know who's the loudest singer in the bathroom. Oh, Nicole, right? Well, I mean, Melody was incredibly loud as well. She's got such a strong voice. So Melody as well? Yeah, Nick or Mel for sure. Amazing. I thought you were going to say, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) And finally, there's always a one crazy party girl in the group. So who was the last one always on the tour bus? You see, these are for different reasons, because we've all each had our like wild moments throughout the years. uh, But I feel like it's whoever's late would be Nicole. (laughs) She loves an entrance. (laughs) Nick would always be late to the to whatever we were doing. (laughs) Well, a diva's always got to make an entrance. (laughs) (laughs) So, y'all, what are you up to now? What's going on in your lives in 2020 and beyond from this? God, Kim. (laughs) <laughs> go on Ash 
Okay. Well, for me, I'm, I mean, I'm living here the single life in lockdown, honey. So I've be, I'm becoming a domestic <laughs> goddess over here. I've used my kitchen more than I ever have in my entire life. Um, so I've been cooking and baking, but I do a um, morning radio show. So I'm up at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday. And, you know, that's been something I've been so grateful for to be able to still continue that on during this, this time. But, um, yeah, she's up early speaking to peeps on the radio. I'm talking about showbiz things and, and music and, um, that's what's happening currently for future. I'm hoping, you know, that we just can all get back together and be in arenas and really follow through with this reunion because we waited a long ass time and now we're ready. Right. And you've been killing it on TikTok. It must be said. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it must be. It truly must be. <laughs> I mean, I'm struggling on TikTok. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> I was so anti-TikTok and then getting in lockdown, it's literally become my BFF. I'm like, what are we going to do today, sister? Like, Truly, I can't stop. It's just so good. (laughs) You're going to shake it up and drop down like the Vivian says. Yes, I did, Vivs. She's funny. Um, And Kim, you go ahead, girl. She's got a whole other world she's living in. I mean, I've got three young children, five, two, and eight months old. So lockdown has been so incredibly intense, trying to do the homeschooling, changing the nappies, making the bottles, and keeping everybody sane. Um, Amongst that, I've been teaching every day on my Instagram Live. I've done my 12.30 dance drills daily. I teach some Pussycat Dolls choreography on a Friday and do Saturday stretches launch some fitness dance stuff same sort of thing on a platform called move home studio and looking forward i do a series called um almost never on cbbc i play sasha small who's a cold-hearted manager so excited to jump into series three of that and um it's kind of like living my devil wears prada dreams as the meryl streep it's a similar sort of character um so it's incredibly fun and uh, yeah just Staying fit, getting my body back after having a baby. I mean, our comeback performance was six weeks after having a cesarean. So it was... Oh, my God. He did that. I was going to say, that's wild. It's wild. It was kind of a lifetime. (laughs) Covered in that water on the X Factor. Truly iconic. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like forever ago. my gosh. Lockdown's given me a second to be like, okay, let me focus on me and get a move back. So now when we're ready to get back in the studio, I'm I'm going for blood. <laughs> yes. The React video is just out of control amazing. I mean, truly, it was a cultural reset for the gay community. Aww. We do have a question about the React music video. Was the water on set warm? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was concerned. I was so concerned. The fire was hot as hell. Our little bottoms of our shoes were melting. Oh Oh my God. Melting to itself. Yeah, literally melting to the bottom of the plexiglass. I mean, that, that, we put that together real quick, didn't we, Kim? That video was done in like, well, how long did it take? Like 15, 16 hours? Yeah. Few days of rehearsal, sixteen hour shoot, done. Done. That's wow. it. Wow. <laughs> that is the music video I always aspire to do when and if I ever release music. So uh I'm gonna be hitting you up for some contacts. 
<laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I practiced the choreography in the shower, just whipping my hair around, pretending that I'm y'all. I can't pop into a tilt, but she tries. <laughs> she tries. <laughs> Ten-year-old me tried. <laughs> but i just want to thank you both for coming on chit-chatting with us on girl group gossip we love you both so much yes i have to say we love having you over here in the uk because you guys have been killing it for years over here i mean we've got to dance strictly i'm a celeb all the radio stuff you guys are smashing it thank you and thank you for the support and love we appreciate it yeah really do i love that cultural reset i mean it's time for us all to come together again and smash it the culture needs a revival it's you know pride is in full swing and it feels so good to be a pussycat doll again amongst it all amen i request hush 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 on the reunion tour because it's my favorite song Oh my gosh, yeah, good old husband. It's a drag queen staple. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> well, thank you, my darlings, and enjoy the rest of your day. And please keep safe and well, my dolls. Thank you, guys. That was a lot of fun. So nice to chat to you. You too. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Lots of love. Oh, lots of love. Oh, Jan, weren't they absolute huns? Cheryl, so nice. So incredibly insightful. I'm happy that we got even more tea, especially we figured out the water fiasco. Um, but they were, they were just so kind, and I'm so happy we got to talk to them. I mean, I wonder if they actually remember doing the Sims 2 version of the Docha, but I certainly <laughs> remember. <laughs> right. We, we, we remember. It's ingrained in our minds. I always remember. But I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for jumping on the pod with me today and just having a chit chat and making me cry with laughter. I'm pretty sure everybody else <laughs> is going to be wetting their knickers over here. Oh my gosh. I hope so. I had so much fun with you and I can't thank you enough for inviting me. You know, all of the twin relationships that we have and all the comparisons and the fun. I'm happy that the dolls and the divas who are listening to this can get some twin action for their mind, body, and soul. We're just on the same wavelength. The divas don't even realize. (laughs) Honey, Italian Annie 2.0 in 2020, okay? I think we could be sisters. No, Hallie. We're twins. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you, Jan. I'll speak to you soon. Love you, Angel. Bye, everyone. Well, that's another episode of Girl Group Gossip wrapped, canned, in the bag. I don't know any more words to describe it, but I just want to thank you all, my little divas, for tuning in for yet another Poddy with Shezzy. And stay tuned for next week's episode of Girl Group Gossip. All right. I love you. I love you. I love you. Done. <laughs> <laughs>